What is up, everybody? I hope you are having an extraordinary day. This is CC, and you are listening to The CC Show. Uh, today, we have some great topics to touch on. It's been a pretty exciting week and lots of news. Uh, I wanted to get into a little bit about the Twitter acquisition. They acquired a company called Review on Monday, and I think that this is important for more reasons than just Twitter buying a company. Uh, I think it has more ramifications for making money online. So we will talk about that. And then I don't want to get too deep into the details of this next topic, but I think it is important to talk about. And that is the mayhem we have been seeing Wall Street bets impose on the stock market. I'm sure you have seen uh, something about this online somewhere or on the news. I know the Robinhood CEO was on CNN last night and so was so was the creator of the Wall Street Bets subreddit. Uh, so this is in the news. It does have to deal with making money online as it is the stock market. So we will get into it. So first up, let's get into the whole Twitter acquisition of Review. What is Review? Uh, well, Review is a startup that is based out of the Netherlands and was founded in 2015. Uh, what they do is enable their users to send and manage editorial newsletters. Basically, what that means is they help writers and creators monetize their following by giving them some tools to create paid newsletters, similar to companies like Substack, OnlyFans, and other things like that, Patreon, except this is for writers. Twitter made the deal public on Monday, uh, the 26th, January 26th, that is, with this, uh, the specifics are unknown. Prior to the acquisition, Review had raised... 400,000 euros, probably from an angel investor. I am not sure on the details on that. This is not crazy coming from Twitter. I think Substack has been growing a lot of hype this year with all the passion economy growing and more and more people creating content or small businesses around their passions. Um, Substack was another thing that lets writers monetize their following. Uh, a lots of, you saw lots of big creators from Twitter moving over to Substack as you can just basically you pay to follow these writers and hear what they have to say. So, I mean, it's a really fair model. I think you should be paying for this content people are writing. I am super stoked that Twitter did this. I think I'm happy that they are pushing for more tools that help the creators and that are helping people make money online. Obviously, this is a huge explosion we have seen uh, throughout 2020 and into the beginning of 2021. And I'm all for it. Uh, if somebody, if you know something and want to start creating content and telling people about what they don't know, you should be paid for that. And Twitter plans to give away reviews features for free. So I think we should be all be able to create these newsletters and start monetizing our Twitter following. So that is pretty cool. Uh, good, good for you, Twitter. I'm glad you did that. And good for you, <laughs> good for you, review. You guys, I'm sure it's a smaller team on Crunchbase where I got all of the data on how much they had previously raised it also said they were a small team of like one to ten so i'm sure those guys got a pretty penny from twitter and i'd be partying right now (laughs) i really think like this plays into the bigger theme or trend we've been seeing with as i said the passion economy or creator economy or whatever buzzword you want to call it i don't care just you know what i'm talking about i think more and more people have been creating uh these smaller businesses are planning to. More kids want to get into YouTube or content creation than kids who want to be astronauts or NBA players at this point. So obviously there's a big shift happening. Um, I think we're going to see more and more of these big guys double down on this fact that 
us kids, we want to make money online. We want to be entrepreneurs. This is a shift that is happening. So they're going to invest in it. I'm happy to see that. I am big on getting these resources and lowering the bar to entry for everybody. I think as long as everybody has the opportunities to start, then everything is more equal. Then it's more about, you know, how hard can you work or how smart can you work? And, you know, lowering the bar to entries on these tools is definitely a good thing. On to the next topic, the market mayhem we have been witnessing this week. Uh, the explosion of GameStop and other meme stonks was fueled by the subreddit Wall Street Bets. Uh, it was so crazy to watch this unfold. Uh, we watched billion-dollar hedge funds take a huge hit and run around in a panic, and then they decided to change the rules and go home. Uh, we saw people from the political divide like sharing the same perspective and ganging up on these rich hedge fund people. People like AOC and Ben Shapiro and Donald Trump Jr. were all like tweeting stuff that shared the same sentiment. It was... Uh, with the year we've had, let's just say that is crazy. I didn't believe in myself. So as we see, it's not even a political issue here, but it seems to be more of like a rich versus poor, or almost like a class war type issue. I've seen hashtag eat the rich and all of this kind of stuff all over Twitter. It has been uh, crazy. So for those of you who don't know uh, what's kind of been going on, I'll, I'll give you a short summary of what happened. Uh, the short, short summary is basically the subreddit Wall Street Bets found kind of a flaw in the market where these big hedge funds were shorting, which means they were getting these options. Options are you're betting. The simplest way to describe an option to you is that you're basically betting the stock is going to go up or the stock is going to go down by a certain date. And so lots of these billion dollar hedge funds were shorting GameStop. Um, which means they were betting that the stock was going to go down. And this drove the price down over time. So the longer summary, the origin story, I guess, is there was this user on Reddit, Deep Effing Value, who started opening up all these like crazy positions in GameStop. And this was like 2019, like a long time ago. Uh, a lot, some people, he started like posting updates. He called it like his GameStop YOLO, uh, like YOLO position. And and people were like wondering why he was doing this, why, like what was going on. Uh, I guess he looked into GameStop and figured out that their financials were not that bad. Like they're actually a pretty good company. They had minimal debt, they had pretty decent cash flow, their margins were all right. Like there was no reason that the stock should be stuck trading at two to four dollars. So on further research, he looked into it, I guess, and saw that this is the top shorted stock on the market, which means these hedge funds are pouring billions of dollars into GameStop, betting that it will go down. And this drives the price down, as there's just not a lot of demand to buy GameStop from other people. So that is why GameStop was so low. And so with all of this like built-up pressure and then the hype surrounding it and it's starting to go up, it created something called a squeeze. So basically, there was more contracts open saying that the stock was going to go down than there were shares of the stock in circulation. So there's not even enough shares to cover all the shorts at this point, and that's creating something called a short squeeze or a gamma squeeze. I'm not going to get too deep into that. I want to keep it simple here. I'm not an expert at describing these finance things. So um, I do recommend if you want to learn more about it, please go check out my Twitter. I retweeted a few things that were really helpful, one of them being like the origin story. Uh, somebody did more research than I did and figured out uh, some pretty cool facts about it. So definitely go check out Twitter or Wall Street Bets on Reddit if you want to learn more. 
overall, it was just totally nuts to watch unfold. I'm a huge fan of this just because I'm a big fan of the underdog. I love watching people uh, unite and accomplish a goal. And I think people are making money. It's a kind of just a battle of the rich versus the poor. I'm for it. I like watching it unfold, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen. That being said, I am a little nervous about what's going to happen when the stock market starts to be this euphoric or do this kind of like weird stuff. That's usually not the best indicator for the upcoming future. So that being said, if you're in the stock market, um, be safe. All right, guys, that's it for the chat today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the CC show. Uh, Please follow me on Spotify if you want to see more or hear more what I got to say. As always, I appreciate you. Go have a kick-ass day and bye-bye.